to the, the sermon abide. Amen. And I listened to the sermon abide. And it was something in there that just stuck out to me. And the word was in. I in. I in. And so, um, you know, as I was just praying, like, okay, God, you know, Pastor Johnson told me that I need, I was going to speak this Sunday, and I was just like, okay, well, wonderful. Um, and and all week I was sick, like, all things were happening at work, and I was physically sick, and I, I just didn't, I just didn't feel it. I just, I didn't feel well. And so, on, on last night, I thank and praise God for, for, for our church, and I thank and praise God for our, my pastor. Amen. I just, I just love them so much. And, they just teach me so much, but last night we were here, and uh, we were doing some, some big business work for, for CORE, and it was a lot of stuff that was going on, and so when I left, as I walked out of the classroom, I said, God, what are we going to do? And he said, just well. And I said, what? Like, what? What you mean, just well? What? Like, okay, I need a little bit more than that, God, just well. And, um... You know that's that's all that it was. So as I as I was on my way home and as I was thinking, you know, and I I was just like God dwell. Like, what does that mean? So of course, go look it up. And so to dwell means to live and to stay in somewhere permanently. So to stay in a place in a permanent place that's your residence. That's your that's where you are to reside, right? So it's a condition or state. It's being in a in a condition or state. And so. I was like, okay, God, you want me to dwell, right? You want me to dwell in you. What does that look like? What does living or dwelling in you actually look like? And so, you know, as I as I continued to think about everything and as I, as I continued to, you know, just talk to the Lord about just whatever, just some stuff. And I was like, God, you know, but I live for you. Like, I, I live, I live for you. Like, I serve your people. I show up. I do this and it's like, as I was saying that, the thing that I heard was, yes, you doing that, you're living for me. You're living for me. You you do things for people. The word for, F-O-R. You do it for people. You live for me. But you struggling with living in me. And so that's like, that's, that's it. Ooh. Mm. So it's like, though, you know, my walk over these how many years, you know, I feel like God has found me faithful in doing the things externally. So the things that matter to other people, the things that, you know, God uses to draw other people and doing all of that. But it's like the Lord was like, what about you? Like, what about you? What about my relationship with you? And so I can honestly say that throughout all of these years, you know, even through my ups and through my downs, God has always been there for me. Um, and I, I continue to be present, right? But I continue to be present, meaning I continue to show up. I continue to feed people. I continue to give people money and all of that good stuff. But the missing factor that God showed me just recently is that I was not dwelling in him. So I wasn't living in him. I was living for him, if that makes sense. And so... Though I'm living for God and though, you know, God may show that there is some fruit, but at the end of the day, when his word said that, you know, being connected to that vine and you have to be in the vine, you have to dwell in me. And so um, Psalms 91, 1 and 2 said, he who dwells in 
the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in him who I trust. And so again, as I was as I was reading these scriptures, the, the thing that kept sticking out to me was in, you know, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God. It don't say for the secret place of the Most High God. Um, if I, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you. And so what I realized was that I, I, um, I feel like God has found me faithful with the work, you know, but with the relationship part. That part needs to work. Personal, personal relationship with God needs to work. And I always, you know, just the way I learn is through practical stuff. And so I think about, you know, my relationship with my spouse or my relationship with other people. And in order to build a relationship with these individuals, I had to spend time with them. Very intimate time, you know, <coughs> where we're conversing, we're fellowshipping, but it's just us. Like, my husband and I didn't make it to this point just because. Like, we spent time together. We we learned each other, and we're still learning each other. Um, when things, when, when there are things that's going on in our marriage that, we don't understand. We have to sit down and reason and talk about those things. And you know, fortunately, the thing about God is that, as it relates to relationships, He is the same way. He wants to be intimate. He wants to have that intimate time with us. And so, I can honestly say that all those times where I'm like, God, I feel lost, or God, I feel, I feel whatever kind of way. It's like those times when I am not in Him. So again, I'm living for him. I'm living what I know for him. But the living in him part, I feel like it's what's missing. Um, and, and I'll continue to share this. One thing that I learned from my spouse before we even got married, when we were just talking and I would, I would go over his house, he would just be talking out loud. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to God. But the relationship where he can just talk to God as if God is right here. and you know, he can just share whatever is on his heart to God out loud, not just internally. Um, and so, you know, God is 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 checking checking me on that um, because I think that you know, just just being in the house and being under God's word, we learn scripture <laughs> and we learn things. But the application part is what's most important. So you can know a scripture, uh, but to be able to apply it to your life. Um, and make that application have, allow you to have a heart change so that you can continue to grow is important. And so I just remember all the time going around saying, you know, if I if I delight myself in the Lord, you know, he will he will he will give me the desires of my heart, right? Well that is a conditional promise. Like he said that if I delight myself in him, then he will give me the desire of my heart. Well, the, the key part is delighting myself in him. So when you delight in something, it means that you're taking pleasure in it. You are, you're living and you're taking pleasure in God. You're delighting in him. Like, it's delightful. It's pleasurable. Um, and and I, I don't necessarily think that in my whole Christian walk that I have delighted in God. As in, I have taken pleasure in just God with no conditions. Just no, no conditions put on it just because he's God. I'm enjoying being with him 
just because he's him. And so um, I, I know or I feel like and I believe that living for God coupled with living in God will continue to allow me to hold on to things that happen to me in this world. Amen. Because, you know, God says that it rains on the just and the unjust alike. That means that bad stuff happens to good people, those who show good and those who don't. You know, good things happen to people who don't live for him and people who do. Um, the difference, though, is those that dwell in his secret place, um, those that dwell with him in his secret place and abide under, under his shadow, the shadow of his wings. And because I'm so visual, I literally visualize God was a big bird with his, with his wing over me. And so if you continue to read in that passage, that passage is really about safety. But it talks about how God will protect you from different arrows <laughs> and different things that come that come at you. Um, and so it's like if he, if I'm abiding with him, meaning I'm just dwelling and living, dwelling and abiding, those are synonyms, by the way. Uh, if I'm just living under the shadow of his wings, then I got everything I need. So like I can make it when I'm frustrated at work. I can make it when I don't know what to do. I can make it when I have all these thoughts and I don't know how to sort them out. Like I can make it when I live in him, not just for him, but when I live in him. Um, and I just can't stress that enough. Like I can't articulate how it feels in my heart as it relates to being in God and not just living for him. Um, but you know, to, when I think of things like a secret place, it's it ain't, it's not for other people. It is it's not out in the open. It's you and it's just you and God. So it's it's not about my husband reading with me, or it's not about my husband praying with me, or Tony praying with me, or Pastor Johnson praying for me. It's about me and my development with God outside of all of that. Um, outside of all of that, and I feel like I believe that truly living in God and dwelling in his secret place and abiding under the shadow of God, you know, it really, it, it helps you hang on. It helps you be able to pray for people for seven years. It helps you be able to pray for your son that, you know, walked away and living under that, it helps you be able to get through when your, when your, when your father passed away or when your mother is sick. So abiding and living in in God and not just for God is what helps you do those things. Um, you know, I just, like I said, I just thank God, you know, for my husband because, again, he teaches me so much stuff just unintentionally. You know, oftentimes I, ask, I just ask him a random question like, well, how do you do that? And he'll just give me like a basic answer, but it just makes so much sense. And so, again, I, I have planned on being before you long. I just wanted to share kind of what God revealed to me about, you know, my walk over these years and those times where I walked away from him. And even though he always brought me back, the common thing is, you know, just instead of just doing the living for, I need to really live in him and just abide in him and stay in him so that, he can shield me from all the stuff that I don't understand. Because to be honest, a lot of this stuff that go down, I just really do not understand. 
So I just chop it up to, all right, God, you're God. You're going to do your thing. You're going to do what you want to do. And I got to be okay with what you want to do. Well, I don't necessarily know if that's the best attitude to have, if that makes sense, uh, because it, I, think, I feel like everything that we do, we should do it because we love God and not just because. And so I think that that dwelling in, in God or living in God and not just for God will help me to have more <coughs> appreciation for who God is and like how he how he take care of me and during those times in which things in the world disappoint me, the living in God will assist me with my disappointment and my expectations. Amen. So again, like I said, I didn't want to be before you long, but I just wanted to testify about what God is what God is doing and, and what God is showing me. And so God, I just want to stand before you today and tell you that I'm sorry for, you know, not always living in you. Even though I'm gonna keep living for you, God just help me live and stay in you. Because at the end of the day, that's the most